Thomas. Um, this is Brother Philson Thomas. He's the president of PYFA. Uh, he's a man of God who loves the Lord, who's very passionate about young people. He's the son of Pastor Weepy Thomas in Connecticut. He's going to come forward and he's going to bring God's word for you this morning for us. I've been given a strict time, so let me settle in with my stopwatch. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In it, it's a joy to be here in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Uh, okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm so blessed and excited to be here in the house of the Lord. I praise God for this blessed time that God gave to me and my wife for, so that we could be here in this place. You know, it's such a, uh, when I come here, I see, it's the first time I'm attending a worship service here. But then when I look at the sea of people here and the, all the familiar faces, it's, I'm, I'm, it feels like I'm home. And I just thank God for that. Uh, I just want to thank God, I especially want to thank Pastor Finney. Ajay, thank you very much for giving this opportunity to come here and uh, share, giving your pulpit to minister. I know it's a very sacred place. And it's a really valued, and I do not undermine this uh, honor that's been given to me. I praise God for that. I, it's such a joy to be here, which is enjoying the worship. The presence of the Lord is in this place. Amen? The Lord is here. And it's, it's, we could experience His hand, His grace, in the every part of the service this morning. And I just uh, I give glory to God. For what the Lord is doing through this church. You know, I would, uh, uh, it's uh, when you talk about coming, of course, coming from PYFA, this church has a very big association. And I just thank God for everything where the Lord has placed this church as a blessing to many people, to many community, to many organizations. And I pray may the hand of the Lord, the favor of the Lord, let it abound over this church. And right now in the name of Jesus, I speak and increase in the influence and the borders of this church. I speak and increase in the influence in the city, in the community. I release that increase in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. For a short meditation, let's turn to the book of Romans. Going to chapter 8. Verse 1 and 2. Romans 8, verse 1 and 2. Amen. Thank you, Uncle. So the words, so is, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Jesus. It says, because through Christ Jesus, the law of spirit who gives life has set me free from the law of sin and death. You know, we talk about the land is full of laws. We see a lot of laws in the land. I'm coming, we drove this morning from Connecticut. It was a good drive. We enjoyed the drive. And uh, while driving, there was a, 
my eyes were fixed on this speedometer. You know, there was a few things I had to watch out for. And I had to stay on the right side of the lane. Why? Because there is a law, right? And if I defile that law, there could be, uh, maybe I would not have made it here. They were, if everybody started defiling the law, there, there is a consequence of that. There would be a lot of accidents, right? There's a law of the land. Do not steal, do not murder. And uh, there is a reason why the laws are there. Those laws are not options. They are not choice, but it's there. You are supposed to live it. There is a law of nature. If you plant an apple, you get a mango, right? So that's a law. No, no. Just So when you plant an apple, you get an apple. So you cannot expect a mango. That's a law. So now there is a law that keeps going. And here, in this verse, we are seeing, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It goes on to say, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus sets me free from the law of sin and death. Now, here we're seeing three laws. One, we're seeing the law of sin. Other one is law of death. And there is law of life in Christ Jesus. And just because to make it easy, I'll just call it the law of salvation. Right? So we got law of sin, the law of death, and law of salvation. Now, let me just illustrate something. I got this Bible in my hand. If I throw the Bible up, what's going to happen? It's going to come down, right? If I throw it up, it's going to come down. Why is it going to come down? The law of gravity, right? So the law of gravity, what it does is it pulls things down. If somebody says, hey, I do not believe in law of gravity, all you have to do is open the window of the third floor and just step out. You will learn it. You will believe it, right? So the law of gravity, what it does, it pulls things down. And that's exactly what the law of sin is about. The law of sin, what it does is it pulls you down. It pulls things down. It pulls people down. It pulls family down. It pulls city down. It pulls nation down. It pulls churches down. The law of sin, all it does is it keeps pulling people down. And many a times when we're seeing the world around us, we are seeing it sinking. What is going on? The law of sin is in effect. You see this macho guy, very strong, well-built muscle. He could be like very strong. And he can just resist anything but temptation. Right? He sees one lady go by and he suddenly melts. What's going on? The law of sin is working at its best. And the law of sin, what it does? It keeps pulling people down. Now, I don't want to dwell too much on that, so let's just move on to the next law. Then they say, the law of death. Now, we were saying, if I throw this Bible, it's going to come down. Now, how far is it going to stop? Will it stop here? How far is it going to come down? If I throw it up, how far? will it come up till here? Will it go for here? Where is it going? Where will it be satisfied? It's going to stop till it hits the ground. 
So when we talk about law of sin and law of death, it's a twin law. Now the law of sin pulls you down. While it's pulling it down, it will never be satisfied till it pulls you all the way down to the ground. And that is what is the law of sin and the law of death is at work is. And it just never satisfied till it brings to the lowest state that you can ever get down to. You know, many people say, yeah, you have no idea how fun it is to be in the... I know the sin is wrong. I know it is not right thing to do, but you have no idea how much fun it is. You know, you have no idea how fun it is to indulge into a little bit of pleasure. But do not be deceived. Do not be dismayed. Do not, do not be dismayed. Do not be deceived. Why? Because the sin will not be satisfied till it pulls everyone all the way down. Scripture says, all have sinned and fallen short. Of the glory of God. And the sin is totally. You know that it was funny. There was one uh, pastor. He went to minister in Las Vegas. And uh, when he went to speak in Las Vegas. After the ministry got over. They wanted to give honor to the pastor. And they came to the pastor and said. Pastor we were really blessed. How would you like to receive your honorarium? Do you want in the money or gambling chips? <laughs> right? Because what's happening here is, you see the influence of the land, whatever is the strong man of the land, has its dominion, has its influence on the church and even in the people of the church. And many a times, even many a people who come to the church, they get bound, bound by this law of sin and the law of death. You know, uh, when I, I was given this uh, responsibility to lead uh, the ministry of PYFA, it was the last year itself, the Lord was preparing me for, for this. And uh, it was not going to be an... And because Lord started speaking to me and preparing me last year, that's why it was very easy for me to say yes. And uh, when I come in, I was not sure what to do. I had absolutely no idea. I have no capability, no ability, and I was wondering what to do. And I kept praying, Lord, help me what to do. And I'm just thinking, I took a notepad trying to write down all the ideas that I can do. And all I ended up was writing, just like the Ruth said, whatever you say, I will do. Because there was no idea that I could have. And then as the year started moving, what the Lord laid in the heart and the very objective that God laid in the heart was that our youth, our young people can have a life-altering encounter with the Holy Spirit. And that's what I started praying for. That's what Lord laid in the heart. That's what I shared with the leadership team and everybody I know that our people need to have a life-altering life encounter with the Holy Spirit. And as I was praying, and even last week, not last, yeah, last week, early morning, I just woke up by seeing a dream. It was a pretty disturbing dream. And in the dream I saw, there was this young boy, young kid. He was in the roof of the house and he was in a cage, a small cage. 
and he's sitting in the cage cage is so small that he cannot stretch his hand he cannot stand and he's he's sitting in the cage and the cage is locked i saw that cage and i left that place with no and it was the lord was speaking to me something differently there so cutting the whole dream short and towards the end i hear this young boy crying out lord have you forgotten me jesus have you forgotten me and the lord holy spirit quickened in my heart there are so many people in our community they are in this cage they are captivated by the law of sin they are captivated by the law of death and they are crying out it's not that they are not crying it's not that they don't want to come out they are crying lord lord have you forgotten me jesus have you forgotten me and we are surrounded with that crowd and that comes back to what is our response they're pulled down bogged down by the law of sin and the law of death but praise be to god that's not the only law if it were just those to lord this all the time that we have gathered here all the work was all in vain but there is another law it says the law of spirit of life in christ jesus and that law of christ life in christ jesus it sets us free from the law of sin and the law of death hallelujah hallelujah oh give thanks to the lord for that finished work for that finished work that he did we're talking about this bible coming back to i think it should be good to finish off this illustration here we're saying this bible the law of sin the law of death it pulls it down but now why is it not falling because i'm holding it right while the law of sin the law of death it's pulling it down to fall there is a hand that is holding so that it does not fall and that is what the law of salvation does where the sin and death is pulling us all the way down so that we could be or should be no more to god be the glory thanks be to god there is a hand that is holding us up so that we may not falter so that our foot would not stumble I praise God for that finished work at the cross. Church, when Jesus gave his life on the cross, at the cross he released everything that was required for our successful living in this land. At the cross when he suffered the pain, at the cross when he was bruised, at the cross when he was nailed, we were in the holy presence here in as a remember the ultimate sacrifice of the lord at the cross he took all of our shame he took our condemnation he took our guilt everything that sin that holds us that ensnares us it took it away and then he released everything that you and i need to live in righteousness 
Hallelujah. And I thank God for that finished work in the cross. And because of that, today, you and I can live. And we and I can be free. I'm just going to deviate a bit. I just want to very quickly, let's turn to Sam. I want to just show you something in the Sam and I'm going to come back. Go to Sam chapter 11. I'm going to read verse, if you're, if, you're, if you're with me, stay with me here. And I think it, uh, in the chapter 11, verse 1, it says, In the Lord... I take refuge. How then can you say to me? Then in English Bible, if you see there is a quote, uh, there is a colon, then there is there starts double quotes, right? How then can you say to me, flee like a bird to your mountain? And the verse 2 and 3, and after the end of verse 3 is the double quotes finish, right? Flee like a, a bird to the mountain. For look, the wicked bend. And verse 3 says, when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? We often say, Bible says, when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? And we say, that's what the Bible says. But look at this part. I'm going to take the verse 1 and verse 3 connected together. Remember, be with me. It's on the quotes. So it says, in the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me, when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? In the Lord I take refuge. Then how then can you say to me, when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Listen, the statement here, that the foundations have been destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's, no, it's a voice of the enemy. But here it's clear, in the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me when the foundations have been destroyed, what can the righteous do? In the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me when the foundation of the youth culture is being destroyed, what can the righteous do? In the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me when the foundation is being destroyed because of the law of sin and death, what can the righteous do? The righteous, you and I, what makes us righteous? Is the righteousness, is the law, big thank to the law of salvation. That finished work at the cross. He, his righteousness comes and covers our unrighteousness. All our unrighteousness is covered with the righteousness of Christ. And he presents us perfect before the Father. And now when we are righteous before the Father. Now with these words, even when the foundation is shaken. You and I, who are righteous before the Lord. There is so much we can do. The law of sin, the law of death is real. But more real than that is the law of salvation. The law of the finished work of the cross. And praise be to God, because of that law of salvation, the righteous can step in and rely on that the holy work of the Lord. And put his assurance in. And work where the foundation is being destroyed. You and I are surrounded. Are surrounded 
by the people whose foundations are being destroyed. We're talking about in the land, the government policies, the economy, you can name it. Everywhere we talk about the foundations are being destroyed. Why is it being destroyed? Because the law of sin, the law of death is working at its best and it's pulling it all the way down. But praise be to God, it does not end there. There is a law of salvation which breaks it free from this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just close our eyes for a moment. Let's just pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father, in the name of your Son, Lord Jesus, right now, oh God, we just want to thank you. We speak into the every atmosphere that surrounds us, O oh Lord, where every person, every friend, every family, every dear ones that are being pulled down because of the law of sin and death. Lord, we just want to thank you for we have our assurance, we have our confidence, we have our hope in you, and because of which, O oh Father God, we can access the glory. Yes, presence of Lord. And we can set these captives free, oh Father God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak freedom. I speak freedom. I speak freedom in the spiritual atmosphere of our community. I speak freedom in the spiritual atmosphere in the families. I speak freedom in the spiritual atmosphere of the youth culture. I speak freedom in the spiritual atmosphere of our land. Lord, we put our hope in you. We put our confidence in you. And we, the righteous of the Lord, march forth and take possession of that every inheritance that you have given to us, O Lord. We release that freedom. I speak a release and freedom over this church in the name of Jesus. Every work of spirit or darkness... Every work of principality that rules in the heavenly, that schemes against the work of God concerning the kingdom of God through this church, we cancel it in Jesus' name. And we pray may the power, the presence, and the glory be released, O oh Father. Thank you, Lord, for your worthy. Dear Lord, we give all glory, honor, and praises. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just going to take a few more minutes, just very quickly share about uh, what, uh, about, as you know, the PYFA conference is coming up. The Lord permitting of a PYFA conference will be in August 11, 12, 13. And uh, for the theme of this conference is uh, empowered to witness. And it's coming out of the theme uh, uh, from the words Acts 1, 8. He said, you shall receive the power and you shall be my witness. And that's our prayer right now. In this conference, what we are praying for is, we are going to have a special session for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And that's what we are praying for. We are praying that there would be, we'll be setting up some time and we'll have a, uh, on, especially on the Saturday, we'll have a time for waiting for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We plan to have this 
in all three sessions we want to have it in the malayalam session we want to have it in the english session and we also going to have this session in the kids church between 4 to 12 year old we want to have a time where they can be filled with the holy spirit how beautiful that sight will be when we see our 6 years old 7 years old worshiping the lord and speaking in tongues hallelujah and I, how many of you believe the lord can do it amen yes he can yes he can you know the lord can do it this is some not something that anyone can manufacture with their own hand and this can only happen if the lord does what only he can do and he has promised us few things and he is going to do it and what we need right now is because of that we are asking we need some people who can really set apart time and pray can i just request you all to till the conference coming up please set apart some time and pray even if you are able to fast that will be beautiful just to fast and pray it's funny i was uh, okay i don't want to go into that so just fast and pray and on saturday we going to have the altar, uh, altar call for the baptism of the holy spirit on sunday we going to have an altar call on the missions and that's again in all three churches so through all three sessions so please pray for that as a speaker we have uh, kanamachan on the malayalam side kanamachan and pastor kj thomas from kumli from english session we have an anointed and a powerful man of god pastor arul thomas he's uh, mightly used by the lord for a short season he was here in chicago rescuing people from uh, human trafficking and the lord he completely ministers in the holy spirit and very passionate about missions he's the right speaker for the season and i praise god god brought him our way and uh, on we you know we had with uh, we just we had a, from the starting we are seeing a big favor of the lord in everything that we're doing uh, pastor it's so funny in uh, when we're trying to book the place for the youth session they asked how many people are you expecting i said i need a hall for the english session with 700 people and uh, this manager says no you need 800 people <laughs> i'm like oh boy she has more faith than i do you know she's like no no you need 800 people so we god has given us a beautiful facility in the westchester county center in white plains and we were just mapping it from albertson it's 40 minutes drive it's an I, we are seeing i don't want to go into the story we are seeing the favor the what the lord did even in that whole arrangement we had a very blessed uh, as you know uh, 12 hour praise we had a beautiful time some of you might have uh, uh, heard of it and the lord was in that place and uh, for the glory of the lord during this 12 hour praise we said about we know of at least four youth who were filled with the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues amen and there i know there were a lot more we did not do an all a show of hands so but at least four we are confirmed we know of and and that was such a blessing and the people many people were saying hey we want more of that and so what we're going to do is on saturday afternoon from 2 pm to 5 pm we're going to have a praise and worship and then evening 6 o'clock we'll be starting with a conference and the lord is with us so we request you all to pray for it we really solicit your prayer and it's our organization i know ip has been a part of this organization for years and it's been a such a blessing this church has been and i pray that this year we will be together working and seeing our young people young and old alike being filled with the holy spirit celebrating thank you may god bless us with this holy